Good day. You're listening to Radio Hara. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Stefan Christoph in Montreal, and this is my monthly artist interview here on the station. Every month I speak with a different artist about their practice, intersections of art and social movements, and also front lines of experimental music, um, visual arts, both here in Montreal and around the world. This month, I was very lucky to speak with Jim White, uh, who is the drummer of many projects, including the Dirty Three. Jim White was in Montreal. Um, he was working w with the choreographer Dana Gingra, and I got a chance to speak to him about a project that he's been working on uh, for many years now. Uh, it's called Xulris and White. Uh, this is a collaboration between Jim and George Xulris. It is the music of the Mediterranean, music of Greece, and Jim's drumming. And he was in Montreal to perform as part of this duet, Xulris um, and White. We spoke about his approach to playing music, improvising, being in the room, listening, uh, as a big part of his creative practice. It was really exciting to speak with him. And I'm really happy to share the interview here on Radio Hara. So here's my conversation with Jim White. In your playing, I always like... Are we sad in that? Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Respect. Um, <laughs> in your playing, one thing that has always struck me is that you're listening, you know, and you're, you're, you're vibing with, you know, what's going on. And I think that might sound obvious in music that a huge part is the silence and listening but in your playing silence is very important space and obviously that translates to a bunch of your projects um, but also that could maybe translate to this idea of listening across cultures you know some of your work has also worked to incorporate like a dialogue with different musical traditions crete um, other contexts so the listening part um how how much is that of that is sort of a style question or in terms of like your approach when you're playing with people um how much uh is that space important to you that sort of like emotional space in in the in the music um well listening thank you i i, I like i like the silence i like listening um but you know a lot of times i'm i'm always listening i think mm. But also a lot of times I'm kind of a bit also, yeah, yeah and there's probably a few kinds of listening, right? There's sort of listening mm -hmm. in the front of your brain. There's kind of listening in the back of your brain, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever. But so, yeah, so and they have different agencies or feelings or whatever. And then just quickly on your cross-culturalism comment. No, not really. I um, you know, I played with George because I met George, who was my friend. We came upon each other. We liked music. The, we, we, our music influenced each other over many and his family over many years mm. before we played together. Mm. You know, almost yeah. You know, like, you know, I feel like we spoke to each other, mm. and so we started playing together. You know, I actually have known his wife since she was two years old, and I was two years old. It's pictures of us camping together. Our parents. Um, my father just passed away about six weeks ago and his mother-in-law was spoke at the you know was one of the speakers mm. as was I anyway so that's the point being so but yeah George you know so it was like George came into 
my world and I guess I came into his world. Mm. And you know, and then many years later, we started playing together. Mm. First of all, our relationship predates Dirty Three, um, which is the band I'm in that, you know, we formed back in the 90s, early 90s. George, had, and then at some point we started playing together, and then we've now we've got a fifth album. Mm. We've been we made the band Solaris White, you know, about ten years ago. Mm. We made five albums, and our at our very first show was in New York, mm. and I was going to Crete a lot. So in that way, yeah, I got. I mean, I, it's a it was a privilege, and it is a privilege that I got invited to Crete to hang out with my friend, play music, with my friends. You know, I loved his dad's music so much for so long. I would search out his records, and I finally got to see him play. I've seen him play a lot of times now, and it's one of the pleasures. You know, George's music, actually, more of his family too. Um, and then George came to New York, where I live, and you know, and we, you know, we were working. We decided to make this. We were both playing with his dad, and we decided let's make this band. You know, let's do this. Let's start doing this thing. It just seemed natural. Well, the first time we started playing together as a band, like, oh, let's go up to the Marcus place and have a play. You know. Felt like we've been playing for years. The very first show was in a little bar in Brooklyn, and we invited someone who I hadn't known very long called Guy Picciotto, um, who I'd met through musical and social context. And you know, we were, I think, doing something in Canada actually. Anyway, what it and then so he came, and then that was our first show. Kind of forgot it was our first show, it seems unnatural, and then you know. He's like, he's like, oh, do you want to come and record at my house? So I went to his house and recorded in his basement. And, you know, Guy has produced all of our records. And at this stage, particularly with this record, The Forest in Me, it's coming out, you know, in mid-April. Um, he's now the third member. And we actually were going to change the name, but then we realised he doesn't play live with us, so it might be a little... Just might be the Fugazi fans might come along, you know. Want to see? He wouldn't want to mislead them, you know. But you know, but if rightly so, it would be, you know. So, but listening is—it's kind of you know some of these situations. I play in the. Someone with George and like with Mick Turner from Dirty Three and Trent Brothers. We play together a lot, and Warren and Alice. You know, we know each other's playing. Mick Turner and I've been playing together for 40 years. I know, you know, we know, we learn to play together. It's in our, it's in our muscle, it's in our muscles. You know, it's like mm. you still got to listen, mm. but it's very, it's, it's deep. You know, mm-hmm. whatever that means. But um, that's the whole thing about all this stuff, like talking about it, doing it. You know, it's a certain amount in the brain, and there's a certain amount. You know, mm. and so, but what what was I going to say about that? Um, so there's some situations where you get into and you're like, like, I'm doing this thing right now with a dancer this week. It was these dancers, and it's, I'm playing drums. While there is some sound on the stage, I'm playing the drums essentially with the dancers who are moving. But I've got to listen. Maybe I gotta listen more, you know. I gotta listen really hard, you know. Maybe I gotta listen to myself and like, you know, the first we've done two shows so far. The first show, you know, we we were working on it for a few days, and you know, the first show went well. But then last night I started real sparse, 
mm. you know, and I was kind of, you have to listen and then you have to bypass the listen. You, you got to get your body, you got to have your body moving too, you know. Mm. Um, so you do something and then you're listening to what you do and then you do something else, you know, and then you're like, oh, is that what I'm doing, you know. Mm. And then, so, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's solid, you could say it's solid drum, but it's actually with the dancers, but maybe I'm not even looking at the dancers. There's a screen as well with some mountains and shit on it. Looking up there, something playing with the mountain, you know. I don't really know the answer, so obviously I don't know the answer, but you know, I do know that if you have an intention or even or some schema, I don't know what that means, you know, some meaning situation that you think, I reckon when you hear it back, you can tell. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not saying anyone's going to get the meaning that you made up, but just by having it, it changes the tone of the muscles in your body and changes and the sound and then it sounds better and if you have like if you're present it sounds better and if you're present by having some thought or maybe you went into it with a thought and then you change you know whatever as long as there's something you know i feel like if there's something going on i reckon you can hear it that's my theory got no way of testing it um so i was when you asked the question i was thinking particularly about I do have this duo with Marisa Anderson, a guitarist, and you know we do call that essentially. And uh, we made one album so far. We've made two, but we've got one out, and the other one's in the works. But you know they were both made. We went in the studio with nothing. Like we prepare purposely. Like look, don't bring any ideas. Don't bring an idea, and like say, you know, don't come in with ideas. So you know, we made this record, and we we played with quite a few days and you know we played like in sections and each section we found a song in there you know and then we were like okay what are we going to do are we going to play it like we had a concert you know would you say i'm a hustler you know we're out there promoting it you know we wanted to but we also we're hustling to play more we want to play more we want to see what's going on what's what you know make some money so we do some more you know play more so we can find out what it's like you know play a bit first of all we did a little bit of playing to see if we liked it like we weren't just going to be it's not it's not just conceptual you go hey stefan stefan right hey stefan let's make an album you know that i mean maybe if you know but like we we'd already been on tour together like she was opening up for sort of white we were driving around i was sitting by the we were playing the some country music on the radio you know you know we talked on the phone like you know some she's like I found with her that we were like people that agreed. On we saw things. We had a common ground in seeing things, but we actually got there in very different ways, you know. Mm. And so I would sometimes bring her up to talk over things that was I was thinking about. And then you know we said let's play. You know we should maybe we should try something. You know we just try. So we you know you don't want to go into this big just have go over and play a little bit. Mm. Don't take any money from anyone because you know, then you might have to make a record or something you don't want to make, right? Or pay it back. So just don't do that. Go and play, get a show if you want, or just go and play. If we just play, let's play, pay some money, go in the studio, go for one day. And then, okay, let's do it for a couple of days. Okay, let's meet again. Let's go to, let's go for a week, you know, let's go for five days and like do it, you know? Mm. Okay, let's do it. Find the stuff. Okay, what are we gonna do? We're gonna play it live? No, no, let's just start again. You know, let's start again live and see how that goes. Mm. Like, see if we can, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's different in the studio because in the studio you can... I'm not saying we're Michelangelo. I'm not saying we're pulling away the stone and the beauty's there. I'm not saying the stone... But, you know, 
I'm saying that we play for like get you know get up go to the studio play for an hour or two for, on an idea mm. see what see where it goes and okay that feels like you know you got any, you got we done you done with that I'm done with that yeah okay put that aside either pull it out right then pull out the section take out yeah. the shit or the shit stuff you're not interested in and then or do it later uh, at the end of the day or at the end of the week but and then go to the next one do do the same again right mm. so by the end of the week you know oh like yeah let, like let's go home take it home talk to you later hey it sounds like we've got a record so, so live we did it so what the reason why i'm saying that in to your question is because when we play live there's kind of like an anxiety because you in front of the, you know there can be an anxiety because you're in front of the audience and you don't really know what you're going to do right so you know yeah you have to listen but you have to sort of settle right you have to sort of settle your settle your settle your some might, some people might say settle your being or something but you know you, maybe you've got to settle your listening you know mm-hmm. and you've got to start you've got to listen you sort of got to be hyper aware but at the same time don't be listening just to follow, you know. Mm. And then, you know, I used to love to have the drums. I used to always like to have the drums pretty quiet so I couldn't really hear what I was doing because then I could really feel relaxed. You know, and sometimes now, sometimes now I can hear them and it's like sometimes I think, sometimes I think it's pretty good and then I, I realise, oh, it's me, you know. But what's that? Who's making that? It's like, oh, I'm following, I'm following that bass drum. Like, that's what, I didn't know it was that sound. Anyway, probably sound like a jerk now. But, um, so... You know, so well. I, I guess what I'm, I'm not sure what you what you hear. What I'm saying, like what I'm, I'm not sure what I'm saying. But it sounds to me like I might be saying that once you set off, mm-hmm. you're in the same relationship as to someone else as you are to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. to, to yourself as you are to someone else. Respect, and I hear in your playing also there's an echo in the sense that there's the offbeat, but often there's a, you can almost, you mentioned working with dancers, but in a way I hear your body between the hits on the drums or the snares. Oh yeah, so yeah, I really feel like, you know, some of my best beats I've ever made up, best parts and stuff, uh, like I'm pretty sure like if it feels good, like I've learned over the years that if it feels good to me, then it's probably gonna sound good. Mm. so a lot of the stuff I've made up it's just like how my body mm-hmm. um, yeah, wants to throw that. itself you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then that's a, good, that's a good starting point or finishing point or whatever or maybe I can distill it or move on or whatever but yeah my body's mm-hmm. my body taught me a lot about like you know and it's always stretching my, my arms I like to stretch my arm out you know so then that's part of the beat too respect respect um, and one thing I always like also is that like the hits there's, you know, maybe like totally improvised music outside of a beat, but somehow within your playing, you can hear the beat, even if the beat's not there. Oh, that, that's fantastic. Cause I always figured there's a beat somewhere, right? Yeah. That I'm playing with. Yeah. You know, sort of shadow. I mean, or something. yeah. Or maybe, you know, I mean, yeah, it could be like a platonic beat, <laughs> right? Respect. So yeah, so yeah, it can be me. So you know, even though maybe it's just yeah, there could be like you know, 
maybe we should, no, you don't edit this, so we're stuck with that platonic beat idea. But you know, well, I guess there's a beat, and then it, like I'm feeling the beat. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some people get nervous. They're like you got to state the beat all the time, but you know, everyone can feel it. People can hear it, yeah. and people can feel it. So you don't, you know, you can go off and you can come back on again, mm-hmm. and it actually makes a beat. For me, it makes it a little more, maybe more, gives it a bit more agency or a bit more of a role, you know, or power. I don't know, whatever the word is. Respect. Some shit. So the mo- this new album, yeah. there's motion on the cover, and so we yeah. see landscape, and I guess these are photos, I would imagine, from, well, I mean, it looks very dry. Is this Crete? Yeah, these are some photos that George took um, out of the car. It looks, you know... I think some of them, maybe I was there, but I'm not sure. Like, they made that one of them. But, you know, whatever. He, George takes a lot of photos. Mm. And he takes a lot of photos out the window. You know, we travel, you know, we've been a lot of, you know, pre-pandemic, we've been a lot of time traveling around. And, yeah, so... Very dry. Yeah, that, that's definitely... Well, that, I think they're Crete and they're also... They're Crete and they're possibly Italy... Okay. I think it's possibly in Italy as well. There's three photos there. Couldn't tell you. So you've really like found a way to engage in your music on your own terms. Um, you know, you talked about before in terms of thinking about making an album. Don't take the money. Do the album and then see what happens. You know, I'm summarizing. But, yeah. um, you know, I just would, you know, I think that um, it'd be interesting for people to like um, think about or hear about your reflections on like sitting with where you're at, right? Like you engage with people, different projects, but you're also like, you know, sharing your creative vision in all these different ways, which is amazing, but it doesn't feel like um, there's an expectation of how like being a musician should be. Like you're like talking with this person through music or you know, discussing with this person and there's an openness, but also like, it seems like you're, you're sort of open to new ideas, but also not like fixing yourself to like what you should or shouldn't be doing as a musician. You're sort of like, um, there's a openness to your approach, which I think could like in the contemporary context, um, uh, you know, with so much uncertainty and so many fronts of life, right? Like, I think that there could be something interesting for people to hear about just this idea of like being able to sit with the moment and see what's coming and be open to things. I, I, I feel like that's part of your relationship building in music, like being open to new ideas, new possibilities, exchanging with people in different contexts. Well, also you said I was a hustler. I see that. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Um, for one thing, I'm very, I feel very, you know, like the thing about like taking the, the money, whatever, like, I mean, I'm very lucky at this stage to have been playing music for a long time, yeah. you know, making a living out of it, you know, which, you know, is, that's, you know, and then, I mean, I'm not so, I don't know how much money people want to give me to record anyway, you know. <laughs> like the record company, like but, you know, it's uh, yeah, I'm open to, uh, yeah, I like, I, I love that I can have an idea and do things and be, yeah, I guess be open, yeah, for sure. But you know, I'm a real, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a band. I'm from a, I'm from the, I, I'm, I, I grew up like, 
in bands, you know what I mean? I made like, I, I, I'm a drummer, you know? I want to be in a, like when I had an idea, I was like, I want to make a really good band, you know? And I made a good band, Venom Peace Singer, it was called in the 80s. Respect. You know, and it was with Mick, who later on we made Dirty Three, and Dougal, this great, really great punk singer, and Al, Al Sutcher Jensen, so that, both those have passed away. But, um, uh, so yeah, what, but yeah, yeah, that, sorry. Yeah, just as being open to new possibilities. Yeah. Oh yeah, you mean like so having the like if I have like having an idea and then trying to go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's really like. Yeah, maybe stupid or you know, <laughs> some you know I'm, I mean I don't know we like we made this band like ten years ago, Solaris White and like. Then later on, I'm like, going, you know what? So I had made this idea to make a band with like this Greek guy, and you know, I mean, we made it two piece, so we kind of figured it was pretty, pretty lean, you know, for getting around, mm-hmm. um, and, and musically. But um, it's not exactly; it doesn't exactly sound like the, you know, re- recipe for the new Big Mac, you know, maybe. I mean, because I, I, I actually think it's really good. I think it should, you know, not saying it's, a, you know, I like, but, you know, but then again, you know, we did it and, you know, we made it, we've survived, you know, Respect. in the, in the, in the world, in the world of, you know, playing concerts and making music, making music up and fine. It's, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a really pretty amazing, like, you know, to see how we've developed over the, you know, I feel pretty you know, I'm very happy with this new record. We've made five records that I think are really good. I'm like, wow, oh, that's, you know, Gee, George, me, Sheila, George's wife. Like, we've done, you know, we, we, with a lot of people's help, of course, over the years. That's right. Um, but yeah. So, how question? Yeah, how was playing in Crete the first time? Uh, so, one of the most, so fun. I mean, I love it there so much. But, you know... For me, like I said, it was started saying before, it's like it was very, you know, amazing situation to be George's like just for some context, George is like the centre of this traditional music scene that it does involve radical you know, radicalism in musical like his dad is both you know, his family is like traditional folk musicians way back and they're also like rule breakers as well, you know what I mean? But, you know... I, I don't... People listening might want to hear just a little bit. Of oh, yeah, so his father is Saron Donny, who's, like, you know, one of the greatest musicians in the world. He's a lyra player who is a master in the folk tradition and also mm. when he breaks out of it, it's also... He's a master of the folk tradition, you know? Mm, um, and his un- uncle is, like, Nikos Alouris, who's, like, crossed over into the pop world and, and actually is a bit of a revolutionary... He, he was very big in the overthrow of the junta, and then he passed away from cancer. So you know he he's, in, he's very enshrined, and uh, and George is a George and he's and he, now his kids too, but um but yeah for me playing in Crete, so yeah really really great, and really great to like be invited into the tribal. You know there's yeah there's so many. You know, up in the mountains, like, you know, 
rituals, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty mm-hmm. people from Athens and even from the cities in Crete would come to me. They do you know, you know, how jealous we are that you're invited into this to see these things, you know. Oh wow! See how sort of how we were, you know, and um, mm-hmm. but you know, there's also for George. I mean, it's like it's quite probably. I think it's quite difficult at times, like splitting his. Oh, he's going to play with the drum. Oh, we're playing the drums. You know what I mean? And we're mm-hmm. making up this music that. Anyway, so but re- really a, pr- a, pr- a, pr- a pleasure. The whole thing was a pleasure, and sure. to know to meet people and get to know people and 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 see stuff and hear stuff, and just be there. It's really suits my. You know, I love it there. It's like it's a desert. The, I'm from Australia. It's like the you know the dry, rocky, and it feels good to me, and. uh you know, and then, you know, we've started the band and then we've, the records and our experience of traveling around the world and like playing in, play, you know, the band's really changed, you know, it's, we've become what we are from each record, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Evolved. Evolved yeah. in the ways that, you know, we could never have, mm. like early on I thought, oh, we've got like, early on I felt like I could see, you know, always see like a few albums ahead you know like we've got to get you know we've got to get on with this you know because we've got to get down and then you know and then now I mean now well I don't know maybe my memory's gone but you know this one's this one's really different and you know it's I listened to it this morning because I thought I thought you'd heard it and I thought I'd better go back and remind myself of it because you know this is the first sort of interview first one of the couple of interviews about it you know and the other one I didn't listen to it and um, so I haven't heard it for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I felt, I felt very happy to hear it again. Like it was felt very poised and quite, quite its own thing, you know. Mm. In your kind music. Of, like I, a Brian Eno record or something. Not, 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 not like that, but, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like some different. It's funny, like these interviews, I mean, not like I'm not saying everyone's waiting to, you know, uh put us in the compartment or anything but you know I'm not, I'm not saying we have I don't know what what's going on you know but it's different you know I, I sort of hope yeah but anyway you make it you're proud of it you know you feel good and then you put it out there and but you know what can I say it's fact I, the last one I want to mention is one thing that I always heard in your playing is I almost could see landscapes like you, make, you sort of make shapes. You're making beats, but you're also like it's almost as if like sketching mountains or sketching like oceans. Or I, I always felt like there was landscapes. Like it's, it's almost as if like the hits on the different drums or the 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 brushes would create like this sketch of a landscape. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty great. I mean, I guess. If I'm feeling cocky, I'd like to feel like it's, it's elemental, you know what I mean? Okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, which I think landscape is, you know, mm-hmm. like that, you know. Uh, I mean, it's in, one thing that comes to mind you saying that is we've got actually got a whole lot of filmmakers, friends, friends that were filmmakers and not, and not filmmakers, you know, pe- yeah. people with a phone. <laughs> and we said, you know, does anyone want to make a... So we, every song on this album has a film clip that goes with it. But we wow. didn't show wow. one to the other or anything. Everyone made them independently of each other. And when we got them all in, they started coming in. And we we're like, whoa, like landscape, landscape, landscape. 
and uh, you know different okay. nature. Um, mm. I mean, the album's called "The Forest in Me," but you know, I think it's more than that. You know, and they're not all like that, but they're most like. There's really a theme going on. Respect. Yeah, which is pretty interesting to see the re- their reactions. You know, from different people, mm-hmm. people from different countries and different mm-hmm. different like you know people that know us really well, people that don't know us hardly at all. Respect. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.